Life Her Podcast. Her is me, her is you. Her is us, her is she, her is we. United we stand, baby, that her for keeps. I'm coming and I demand my space, I know it's free. I owe myself the world, they tried to count me out. I've been down some dark roads, they tried to pound me out. From cloudy to sunny, ain't think that I would make it out. I needed positive emotions to fill me out. Hey everyone, I am your bad boy, host of Life Her Podcast. And I'm here with Coach Randy. Hey, Coach Randy, how are you? Everything's beautiful on this side of town. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to tell you, I'm excited about this interview because I love authentic and deep, truthful conversations and helping oh, yeah. people become their, their better selves. So this is going to be good. I'm oh, for sure. This. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into it, who was Coach Randy before you became Coach Randy? Oh wow. <laughs> A confused individual. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was a confused, you know, I was a person that I was doing a lot of moving, but I wasn't making any progress. And I wasn't making any progress because I had throughout my times I had learned how to disguise my transgressions. And make them look like I was actually moving forward. But that really wasn't the case because of a fear. My fear was what I was saying wasn't going to be heard or accepted. And it just it just comes from uh, what I like to call self-inflicted uh, uh, childhood trauma. Grew up in a tight-knit family. No, no, no issues. You know, had the mom and dad, the brothers, the family. I had all that. But I was always different. And... Growing up in a unique religious situation, my words always wanted to be heard. It was always take my advice, listen to what I'm saying, and leave because I've been here longer than you. But you know, I, I, I always was confused because I'm like, you know, you you'll sit there and say that you know out of the mouth of babes, you know, the words that we need to that we need to hear by because you know we're pure beings. But you won't, but you won't allow me to speak. So I ended up taking that into into my adulthood and it actually had me guarded and afraid to speak and that's who I was before the truth coach and hence where the truth coach came from because once I realized that I was holding myself back mm -hmm. that's when I realized that I was living a lie and that's where the truth coach was erected because I realized that the best version of me only could live within my truth and with my happiness and with the happiness of those that were around me that I was helping through tutelage, I realized that, you know, you can only have your best level of life if you're willing to live within your own truth. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, honestly, as far as truth, my mother, um, she started with us, me and my brother, walking in our truth at a very young age. I didn't understand wow. it then. I was like 10 years old, but... Wow. Um, wow. I, 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 well, I'm, I'm going to go back to that 10 years old when you finish. I'm telling you, that's an ironic number. <laughs> yes, because 10 is where, where a lot of things get started at, and that's when she actually started teaching us about truth and walking in your truth and being true to yourself, knowing who your inner self is. And I really didn't grasp it until I was actually in the ninth grade and wow. I actually started understanding it. But 
rest her soul, she passed away two years ago. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes, so I developed another level of truth. Oh. Her passing, and it has increased, and I can tell that I'm a lot more powerful than she was. Wow, that's amazing. You say <laughs> 10 years old, and it's so funny because 10 years at the eight. First of all, my favorite, my favorite number for some reason is 10, and it's ironic that my favorite number is 10 because at 10 years old, it's the distinct moment when I realized that my life was being stagnated due to those that were raising me, which is where my trauma actually began. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. But it's a, it is so funny because that's a pivotal time in your life. You know, that's, yes. that's that time in your life when you, you, you see these years right up in front of you. And, and that's when you first start to decide, I'm going to try to make a decision for myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to ask permission. <laughs> Didn't work for me. <laughs> I got the big no so quick. But that no is an integral part of my life because that moment was a moment where even if you didn't know the way, you should have said, I'll try instead of stopping me because you didn't know how to get there. And it was a moment in my life where I was wanting to do something that would develop me as a person. But mm-hmm. since you didn't have the finance, and, and you know, and from, from, from what I can remember, since you didn't have the finances or you didn't have the wherewithal to get me to and from this activity, you just stopped it. Right. Right. Not, not thinking about what, how that would affect a 25 or 35 year old man that has kids and a wife. Wow. See, that's the thing about parenting that I've had to learn is not to neglect my kids from those things that are true to their part. Because wow. if it's true to their heart, it's you need to find a way to help them to at least Find a way to see if it is really what they want to do. Because if you don't give them the opportunity, it could be detrimental to their growth. Yes, it can. It definitely can. What was that moment during your adulthood you figured out that was the issue that you were having as far as your wow. from your childhood? <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you, I've been I've been married 21 years in June. Wow. I, I dated the love of my life for literally eight months. And we non-traditionally went to the courthouse, what? got married, got married, and I went and coached a baseball game. <laughs> 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 tell, and I say that story in, in that way because, see, I did not have kids until we were married seven years in. But I was given the opportunity to Help some kids that were hearing, and it's so funny. You bet that you're bringing this to me because uh, if you could, if you could see me right now, but I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about. <laughs> you just brought something to my attention that I never thought about. I was approached to coach some kids that nobody wanted Ooh. because they weren't good enough. And I was a 24, 25-year-old man at the time. And I took that on because I love baseball. 
And I took those kids and I took those kids to the championship and they won it undefeated. Why? Because I listened to them. I found out what their weaknesses were. I found out what their strengths were. And I allowed them to give me that. And then I exploited it. So they were giving me their whole heart because I allowed them to choose which direction they wanted to go. So we fast forward up into my marriage. It didn't transpose what I was doing at the time into my marriage because I wanted to get my wife to give me a certain level of approval through my accomplishments. But that's not what she wanted. See, she, I I didn't really understand what a marital, a marital partnership was. I thought that the man brought the, brought the bread to the table. Mm -hmm. She said, that's what I want. She said, babe, I want you to bring the bread to the table. She said, but the one thing you're forgetting, I want to help you make the bread. I said, damn. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I was like, you know, it hit me deep because I was like, you know, babe, the problem is I heard no. I heard shut up. I heard be quiet. I heard you don't know what you're talking about so much that when I finally got the opportunity to prove myself, that's all I wanted to do. And I started living my whole life in that way. And I was in more misery doing that, then I before the moment ever happened, I started trying to raise my kids in the same way that I was being raised, and I was losing them. I was losing my wife, my best friend, my business partner, because we've been working together since, oh, since oh, 04. I was losing her because I wouldn't allow her into the journey. I was living the life that I discussed. That was when I realized that it's time to make a change. I made a whole 180. And it was the scariest moment of my life. I remember it was November of 2019. And I went to my wife and I said, you know what? It's time. She's like, what's up? I said, it's time for, It's time to come clean. And then in my mind, I'm going, oh God, I'm going to lose my wife, you know. <laughs> but you got to remember, we're going to read right back. They always tell you that the truth shall set you free, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I said, look here, babe. I said, I got to be real with you. And I told her my life story. I told her about how I never had a voice and how I was just trying to prove things to her. And she explained to me, babe, you know, you're a great husband, you're a great father, but you're, you're not a great partner right now because you won't allow me in. And I apologize and I, and I, and I, and I admitted to my faults and I, I said, you know what? From here on out, you're on this journey. And I thought she was going to say, you know what? Babe, I can't do it no more. I gave you all these years and it took you this long. To let me in, she looked at me and said, you know what? I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Gave me a kiss. Gave me a kiss and said, now let's go. And that moment was so ironic to me because, you know, within, what's that said? November of 2019, within four and a half months, we were in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of shutdown. And our marriage and our businesses excelled fourfold. From that conversation. But, you, but, you, but what's so crazy, I'm going back from what you were saying about the kids. Now, you were saying that you guys ended up taking it all the way home with it, right? Uh huh. But what you did was you gave those kids what was missing within you 
but you didn't know how to do it at home. There you go, boy. You you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. And and, and at that time, true true coach Randy didn't exist at that time. Wow. Yeah, like you, you gave those kids your all because you already knew what you were missing in your life on a personal level, the inner yes. self of you. So yes. those kids actually opened up a wound without you realizing it, but it ended up coming later with your wife, November yes. 2019, <laughs> for you to actually realize it, but it was already planted in you. And it was just waiting on that triggering moment for you to yeah, bring yeah. that Yes. It was a thing, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, and that's why when you asked me, you said, how are you doing? I said, it's a beautiful day. Ever since that moment, I don't have a bad day because I know that there's always a chance to turn around the wrong now. Every time I, every step I take, every opportunity that we receive, there's a chance to right your wrongs. So it's always a beautiful day to me now. It's, it's, I don't, I don't have those transgressions that I used to have. I only look for solutions now and I only look for a way to be an example to that one person that may be standing next to me or watching me from across the room that just doesn't know how to figure it out. Because you walk in itself now. There you go. <laughs> you know, you know exactly who you are. Yes, ma'am. That's, that's a key portion that's missing. In a lot of people, they really not understanding who their authentic self is. They so busy portraying other people and their images and thinking that's who they're supposed to be. And that's not even their reflection. Oh my God, you <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I really needed this. I, I really needed this. I, I got a lot of things going on business-wise and things like that. And just to have, people don't understand how important it is sometimes just to have a conversation. Yeah, it's just and have them have a conversation without boundaries mm -hmm. because it allows you to free things. I mean, you boy, you speak about triggers. Oh my goodness, people yeah. don't even know what their triggers are, man. They don't have a clue yeah, of what their they, triggers they are. They hide them. They hide their triggers, <sighs> not understanding that their triggers are actually their intuition. But you know what? I used to, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you, I agree with you, but you know why people hide their triggers? It's because they're protecting others. Yeah, that too, inner truth. That they're protecting others because you're so afraid to lose something that you've never had. <laughs> Ooh, but you know, you, you got a point. You got a point. <laughs> For real, because that's where that fear, that fear come in. A lot of people don't like to deal with things that give them fear or the small things that they know to make change. I'm telling you, I was protecting a group of people that I hadn't talked to in years. <laughs> what? Protect them. And it didn't take until I was having a conversation. It's like, you keep showing, you sure keep talking about these certain people. Yeah, you ain't talking to them. Why you keep protecting them? I'm like, man, I hadn't thought about it. I was because I was still, I was still that ten year old kid. I wasn't uh -huh. the older. I wasn't the man. I was that ten year old kid still trying to get somebody to listen. Mom, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that ten. I see why you hit that ten. 
Yeah, that ten is real. That is too funny. So, in 2014, would you say you was actually in the process of? Because I know you became true coach then. Yes. So you were going through your healing process, and a lot of times, did you find yourself when you helped others, you was helping yourself? Yes. And, and, and the reason why I say in 19, I wasn't still a true coach. At that time, I was a life coach. And, and I consider that evolution for me because it, at the time, just I was just going through life. And yes, I was helping myself to a certain degree. To a certain degree. But it wasn't actually through my transgressions. It was it was like that that notch on your belt that you actually run back to like, you, you know, you brought something up. You said that I was helping those kids. Same type mm-hmm. of scenario. Same type of scenario. I was getting my my benefits were coming from helping someone else in the capacity that I wished I was being helped. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until that moment when I realized what the truth was. When mm-hmm. I, it didn't even matter anymore. It didn't even matter anymore because I had to realize that I, I put myself, I put myself on an island alone, just like just, uh, I'm alone. I, I, I literally said, you know, Randy, what would you do? How would you react if you were literally by yourself and all the stuff around you that you're trying to protect didn't exist? I said, you know what? I'm going to tell my truth and I'm going to blast it all out there to the world and I'm going to lay it all on the line. And then I realized, hell, I'm living on an island by myself right now. so why don't I go ahead and start now and the best thing that ever happened to me my daughters are 12 and 13 at the time they were probably 9 and 10 when my kids saw a different me and Mm. when your kids walk up to you and tell you they're proud of you it'll change your life it sure will it will change your life. When my daughters walked up to me and said, Dad, there's no other dad that I would ever want. When I do, my man, they got to compare to you. I don't want one. I said, boy, I guess I did my job. Oh, yeah, you sure did. You ain't, play, yes. you ain't left no crumbs. I ain't laid no crumbs on the table. <laughs> and, and everybody that's listening to this, I'm telling you, that came from my truth. <laughs> that didn't come from that didn't come from my walk of life that came from me being truthful within my walk of life then my walk of life was seen Oh, but just think how much more powerful it's going to be as they continue to get older oh man because <laughs> you you already truth coach Randy yes now right now <laughs> I know, right? I feel sorry for that prom day. Hey, but you know, people people tell me, people tell me I'm wrong for the way I raise my kids. But you know, this is this is how I am, me bad. I, I I I I'm a little I, I'm a little different. I I believe in I believe in the king and queen status. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe the queen. <laughs> I don't believe the queen should do the pampering. I believe the king should do the pampering. Because Ooh. the queen has everything that the king wants, not need. But she did so got everything he wants. Right, right. And it don't make it and the things that you want don't come easy. But if no. you treat that queen 
like she's supposed to be treated and you putting her on that pedestal and you staying consistent in your diligence of making sure she knows she's special, making sure she knows she's the only one, making sure she knows that there is no substitute. Hmm. You ain't never got to worry about your king status going down, baby. You don't. You ain't got to worry about nothing. You ain't got to worry about nothing. And I make sure my babies know. But you never. Know, it's, it's a blessing, though, that they have you. And it's a blessing that you're showing them, showing them that way. And a lot of times the people that are saying those things, they wish they had it. Yes, you yes, know? yes, yes. And see, I don't mind standing alone as a man. I don't mind standing alone to be different anymore. I used to. I, I, can, I can remember back when I was mm, 12, 13, 14. Dad came to me and he said, son, you got a problem. I was like, dude, what you talking about? He said, you want friends too bad. I said, and I didn't get it at the time. But now that I stand alone, I understand what he's saying. He was telling me that I compromised my way of thinking too much to try to make other people happy. But in turn, they're not giving me the same energy back. He was telling me to learn how to stand within my own energy and be okay with it. Mm. Be okay with it because if your state is true to yourself, there's no need for acceptance. No, it's not. There's no need for acceptance. See, the crowd will pay attention to you even though they won't tell you if you're standing alone, but they can't see you if you're in the midst of them. Ooh, that's fact. <laughs> 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 that is definitely true. It is. So, so what you doing all of that? Tell me about this seven day truth challenge. Oh man. See, the the good thing about the seven day truth challenge and why we came up with we want people to just get a kickstart. And the okay. way to get a kickstart is alone. I love to use my story. Because my story was hard because my story involves my mother and me and my mom we were best friends. And the hardest thing to do is to go to your best friend and tell them that they did something that hurt you. Mm-hmm. So that's why the, the truth challenge came in. It gives you a chance to go because the, the truth challenge comes from my copyrighted approach, which is called the Sims approach. And the Sims approach starts with the story, but it's not just the story that you hear all the time. I want to hear the story from your perspective. And I don't want to hear you protecting people. I want to hear how you feel. I want you to be honest with me because that's where we're going to find our healing. We're going to find our healing through that. So that's what the seven day truth challenge does. It gives a person the time to sit in their quietness. And, and I would love for you to get through the process and stage. But if you just get into your story in the seven days and realize that your words mean something and your feelings mean something and your wants and needs mean something, that's the kickstart that we need. Yeah, but, oh, God forbid, get to, to the implementation part where you say, you know what? I'm going to take that one thing right there and I'm going to work on that. And I'm going to try to fix that piece because it's amazing how one piece can start to fix the whole thing. It sure can. One piece can start to fix, but one piece can also be detrimental. Which direction are you going to go? See, the detrimental part is when you don't want to go forward, when you want to just stay stuck in the muck, 
Don't stay stuck. See, misery loves company and misery is easy to live in. It's hard to be happy. Yeah, it it's is. so hard to be happy. It's it easy is. to be miserable. Eliminate the misery and be happy. We only get one life to live. I want them to say, oh, you know, he, I don't want them saying when Randy gone, oh, you know, Randy tried hard to be the best part. I want you to say, you know what, Randy was happy. All Randy did was make other people happy. He never gave them his transgressions and he made the world a better place. And I made the world a better place because I refused to let the world keep me in a bad place. That is so true. And you know what's so crazy? I used to struggle with happiness a lot. And when I realized that happiness irritated people's demons, that's all I've been since. <laughs> boy, hey, you know, I ain't never heard it that way, but boy, you said something. I'm, I'm, I'm stealing that one from you, man. <laughs> you said happiness irritates people's demons. That's something yes. right there, man. <laughs> it does. I, I started to realize when you're, when you elevate in life and you find yourself growing in so many areas of your life, people really dislike you because of that. And they try to create it as though you have a problem or an issue when they want you, they felt better with you being comfortable in their area, in their their space of their life at that moment. And once I realized that, I just enjoyed irritating their demons. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. You know, my buddy, it's it's ironic that I can't remember where I saw it. But I had a buddy text me, you know, uh, he, he he texted me. And you may remember where I heard it from. He was like, well, what do you think about when they said, well, let's the mirror, he sees nothing. And I was, I'm thinking to myself, it's kind of like easy. You think about a giant, the giant is bigger than everything, right? Right. So when he looks in the mirror, all he's going to see is Scott. Mm. So in other words, all he's going to see is opportunity. Yeah. See, people want to take things too, they want to make them too technical. Sometimes you just got to look at things for what they are. You know, I'm I'm a 6'5 man. I cannot see what a 5'5 five, five person sees in the mirror. I only see what's behind me. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about the stuff that's happening around you and concentrate on your space. Because if you can clean your space up, the people that are watching your movie are going to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. But if you're worried about everybody else's space, you keep the people that are watching you confused. You sure do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really had to think about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you just be stuck? You're like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you know, you know, I go, but I like, like, like Jack and the Beanstalk, you know, people, they always want to, we assume that the giant wanted to hurt Jack because Jack was in his space. But we assume that because Jack was small and the giant big. How come we never asked ourselves, what if the giant just wanted to have a conversation with Jack because he never had saw anybody and he wanted to know about the stuff that he's never been experienced. Down there, right. because he's yeah. not a, he's been not been approved to be there. Just mm-hmm. as Jack was curious, how come the giant couldn't be curious as well? Man, 
Well, Jack and Jill fell up the hill. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So hey. so let me tell me this though. I I really, really love this Sims approach. Oh, I I, I appreciate that. I really do. I love the breakdown that you've given as far as the story, the implementation, the show and tell, the manifestation. Yes. Can you give our listeners a little bit of razzle and dazzle (laughs) in these different areas so they can understand the approach that you give for your clients? Wow. Man, it's just funny. I like to do stories because, yeah, of course, you know, I like to do this part of my approach. <laughs> but I have a young man that, that I had that was a client. And when I met him, it was over for him. I mean, like, he literally came to me. It was like, you know, I'm at a point in my life where suicide's an option. You know, I, I just want to give up. Yeah, it was bad. He was a biker. Like, when I say biker, he was a biker. Wow. He, he, was, he was one of those renegade type, hell's angel type individuals. And I remember we were meeting and I was running behind and yeah, I asked him for 15 minutes. He gave it to me and when he shut up, he says, bro, if it wasn't for you, I'd be in jail right now because he faced a, a, faced a situation of racial profiling and the old him would have reacted in such a, a negative way. Wow. So we go through his story. And he started to witness things that <laughs> he never realized existed within the relationships with his parents. And after, oh my goodness, and this is the beauty of the Sims approach. We started implementing in change within two weeks. Small things, small things like, you know, when your mama do something to you or say something to you that's out the way, just tell her she love, you love her. Don't get pissed off him. Oh, wow. Think it'll be that easy? Mm-hmm. Just trust me. Trust coach. I'm listening to your story. Trust me. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. She didn't trust him because of who he was. So you can't, you can't force someone to trust you, but you can always let people know you love them. Oh, yes. So, so keep letting them know you love them. And eventually, she called him on his birthday. He's like, oh, my God, man, my mama called me on my birthday and told me she loved me back. I said, look. Oh, right. So now the manifestation comes in and I'm doing a quick version because this story right here is very emotional to me. And I'm and so the manifestation comes in. He comes to me now. He's like, you know what, bro? I've been in the streets and I don't want to be in the streets no more. What can I do? I said, what you like, bro? What you like? He said, I like to work on things. I said, I tell you what, you know, you're fortunate that, that coach Randy also can help you with your business. So we created him a business that wrapped around his hustle mentality so that he stayed comfortable, but he stayed positive. And by helping him with that business, now his mom comes to him and says, I see you being different. And you got to think. Now, you, you, you take a person that all they get is criticism from this one person, their matriarch. Ooh, yeah. And then they do right in the matriarch come to do and say, I see you. Man, listen, that's a whole nother You want to talk about a change, baby? <laughs> Complete 360. His show and tell now, Yvette, you wouldn't even know him. You wouldn't even recognize him. The demon that was 
clothing him had to, it was like the it was like I was an exorcist. Because when I changed him, I ripped off his that that I ripped he smiles now. <laughs> he, he takes selfies now because he likes to see himself. Mm. He's weighed his way it wants to be. He knows how to treat a woman. Oh. And he's making money without having to hustle in the streets. Man, listen. So, you know, I don't I don't need those major success stories where I change the world. I just need to change a one person. Oh. I just need to one change person. a person. One at a time. Because he gonna scream to the mountaintops every time he sees somebody with a problem. And he's gonna say, You need to go see my brother, because my brother changed me and I know he can help you. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that is a, man, that is amazing though. Like just even changing somebody one at a time, but yeah. just for you to be a man yes. that's doing the changing, that's doing the work, and that's been in the trenches. Yes. And, and it's not even it's not even to a point. This is something you do to for a financial gain. This is something you have a passion for. Oh yeah, it's this is my purpose in life. The money is a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously, and that's and that's just rare for people. It's like yes, you take your time out for that, and that's what that's always gonna be your gift for you to continue yes, to draw those right people to come to you. Yes, yes. And yes, that ain't nothing it, but a blessing because you got a queen that's holding it down over there. Oh, yeah. Hey, look. Yeah, I, hey, look. You, you got me wrapped up in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the women is powerful, man. Like, you can, you can tell when a man has a, a powerful woman in their life because they talk different, they walk different, their confidence is different. And when it's a healthy relationship with communication, doing grown folk stuff. Oh, yeah. You, already, you just know when something is there as far as that gift, you guys will give each other a glow. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I have enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I have enjoyed this. I really have. I I really have. I really appreciate this. It's, it's I love to be able to just give the world a, a glimpse of happiness. You know, when you hear my voice, you understand that you're hearing happiness because I have no worries. I have no worries at all. I, I'm probably I'm one of the happiest men to walk on this planet. I tell you, uh, I, I have two amazing kids. I have a wife that nobody can compare to because. She she substituted everything that I was missing and and came and came and she lives in real time in all those positions for me at all the time. And, and you know, I, I got to let the fellas know, because before we get off in this, let fellas know, fellas, when you find that one and you figure out your plan to get her, whatever you put in your plan from day one, walk that plan the rest of the way. Because not only did she fall in love with you, she fell in love with what you did to get her. And do not, do not negotiate yourself out of keeping your woman on the things that you know you can keep her on. I know that's right. Y'all better listen. 
<laughs> that man dropping gems, okay? <laughs> so, so if someone want a one-on-one consultation with you or to even book you to even help them, how could they get in contact with you? You can find Truth Coach Randy everywhere at Truth Coach Randy. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Truth Coach Randy. My DM, I, I'm active on all social media platforms, but you can also find me at truthcoachrandy.com. I have a, a connection there where y'all you have to do is drop it to me and I'll and I'm I'm real time with everything that I do. I don't have a I don't have a substitute teacher. You're gonna right. get me. Yeah. And that's something I always said, no matter where the atmosphere takes this, I will always be present. Okay. Because you know, that's the thing about it. You know, people get too big for what they're what they're supposed to do. But see, this is my purpose in life. So I won't I won't substitute anybody else's time to neglect what my purpose is supposed to be. So I will always be available. Truth Coach Randy everywhere, baby. Truth Coach Randy, you can't miss me. <laughs> All right. I know that's right. Well, Coach Randy, I enjoyed this conversation. I wish you and your wife nothing but the best and your beautiful daughter. I appreciate you so much. No, Yvette, I appreciate you. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I do have a book coming out. It'll be out here okay. real soon. And okay. ironically enough, the name of it is The Truth of the Matter Is. Oh, see, you're going to have to come back on with that now. Oh, yes, sir. I, I got you. I got you. Trust yeah, and believe. I got yeah, your we're gonna information. We're going to have to do a live with that. I got you. Uh, you got a copy coming. See us both. <laughs> you got a copy coming. You got a copy coming. Trust me. So I will be contacting you to get the information to you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a good night. You as well. Be blessed and thank you again. All right. Later. Bye. Thank you everyone for tuning in to Life Her Podcast, where we help heal women all over the world. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Life Her Podcast, and check out our YouTube page as well. And make sure you subscribe. You can also look onto our website and you can purchase merchandise and listen to the podcast episodes. I am Yvette Lloyd. I am Life Her. Love yourself, ladies. Take care of yourself and others you love dearly.